but it's just recording. Okay, great. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Bye, Megan. Oh, shit. Now we are supervisors <laughs> in the stolen studio. <laughs> he left us. <laughs> <laughs> Open containers. <laughs> Suddenly, I don't know how to act. <laughs> oh, Morgan ain't listening? <laughs> so, this energy... Jesus was black. <laughs> Ronald, Ronald Reagan, Reagan hates black, black people. <laughs> and the U.S. government okay. is responsible for not The U.S. government is the biggest bully in the universe, <laughs> said the Dream Defenders. <laughs> They're just too radical. <laughs> um, is this a recruitment commercial? <laughs> because I feel like I want to sign this. I feel like, what's the email list? <laughs> y'all got a text list or something? What y'all got going on? When oh. is the barbecue? Because <laughs> clearly y'all got to have one with a real ass conversation like that. <laughs> like, okay. you got advertising, you ain't have to put in on it? Oh, man, good ass quality video and audio with graphics. They believe that this land should not have any borders. <laughs> they think people deserve food and housing. They're called the Dream Defenders. <laughs> Yes, well, they defend the dreams of black people. <laughs> That's just too much. Wow. <laughs> too radical? I thought it was a prank. I thought Dream Defenders put it out. It was so good. I was like, damn, let me... Shit. One time for Andrew Gillum. You yes. know, got to add about being too political because he is in alignment with an organization that's talking about borderless lands food water and all the good shit that we need honestly <laughs> it has literally been organizing around this shit for years y'all just put them on you gotta trust a candidate with a commercial like that yes. and political ads on instagram with featuring haitians. haitian people yes. speaking creole just smooth I, you know, get your I, people out to vote. It's not often <laughs> that I am just excited about a candidate. You and know? that really just took me. I'm not even gonna lie. It's very it's I'm a very easy to please sometimes. You, you know? know? Yeah. When I become governor, you become governor. You become governor. <laughs> Shout out to the real niggas in Mississippi out here doing space tournaments and shit. <laughs> You Keep know that what? energy Keep about that. y'all. Just be real black, cause guess what? White folks ain't gonna vote for y'all no way. Like, y'all. and the ones who really love you are gonna come around. Oh, Jasmine, it's been so good to come back to the mic. Man. Let's get into the motherfucking show. Let's shall we? do it. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy, and this is Jazz, the King of the South, and you are listening to yeah. the, the Black, black Joy, Joy Mixtape. Okay. It's 9.36 and I'm headed home on the 147th. I just posted a babe about looking fly when I get into heaven. I hope that my ex is unhappy and feel like she settled. You had a wedding and act like you want a medal. How come every time I see you, you look disheveled and painting me out to look like a devil? You needed someone who was on your level, kept your foot on my neck like a fucking pedal. Got me getting high like the fucking treble. You can kick rocks, baby, use a pebble. See me with my new girl, you're hella jello. I ain't tripping, I just keep it mellow. Pull up in the Tesla with a boy quote. Hop about the suicide dose, like, hello. Wow. Man, you so, know, you 
not doing too bad considering niggas trying to put their straws Girl. in their drinks. Okay, can we talk about Yes, I tell us this story, please, <laughs> Amber. Us. Before we get started, please make sure that you are following Black Joy Mixtape yes. on Instagram and Twitter. Please use the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape. Absolutely. Feel free to become our PR team. Black Joy Jubilee also yes. means that you are promoting yes. the Black Joy Mixtape. Just keep talking about it. Because you love it and you want to see it to keep on growing. We want to see it keep growing. Mm. We want to keep it free. We want to keep doing other things that allow us to be free enough to do the Black Joy Mixtape, yes. all right? Y'all, we just don't talk about politics. Our <laughs> strategies are actually very much sought after. So <laughs> this is a busy time for us. We are in election time. And We're we need some to help. It, and we need help. So y'all going to have to do the tweeting. Yeah. Amber is the creative <laughs> director, Olivia Pope, out here. <laughs> Goddamn giving strategies across the nation around how to message around us niggas. Yes. And everybody just wants to be in denial about a nigga being an expert on the niggas that she been with and loves so dearly. <laughs> but, you know, real ones still up, still trying to prove to y'all that you That's can it. talk to us like we're people, like we got some sense, like we, we actually are engaged with this political process, whether or not we are voting for a particular person. Yes, yes. So that's we what really, she doing. We really root for everybody black. I'm doing this abortion shit, you know. You know, trying to get uh, us some free and legal abortions. Some free and legal, you know, this abortion funding thing, like they trying to make it seem like as long as we just keep abortion legal, we have done our jobs. That is not true. It's not true. Especially when there's a thing called poverty out here, okay? <laughs> Healthcare should be free. I'm here to support the good folks at the National Network of Abortion Funds yes. to make abortion access accessible and at the least amount of trouble and hassle to the people who seek them out because it is rough enough in most of these yes. states. Abortion is self-care, as the billboard says. What's up, Texas? What's up, Afia Center? Yes. How y'all doing? So we just say all that to say we out here working. Hard. We also play. Yeah. And if you see us playing, don't be a, this nigga that we ran into this Saturday, all right? <laughs> because... I'm about to start stabbing y'all. That's the where I'm at. With How it. dare you come to the high priestess of Black Joy with your fingerprinted ass <laughs> straw in a drink that got your back washing melted ice i don't know how long you've been sipping on this we drink. don't know at this point if this was clear or brown when you got it. That's how much ice is in this motherfucker <laughs> right now. And I you got so the shocked. nerve, the audacity <laughs> the to see the 59 gall. inches sitting on that lower back. <laughs> Don't tell people. There is a whole small person wrapped around the hips <laughs> of this up. godly black woman right here. Goddamn. The color of the most fertile soil. And every land of this globe, okay? I'm not doing this. Hair looking like fall. (laughs) Go. The whole season. Reds, oranges, what you want, bitch. Just on quality mahogany, okay? Just some mahogany in fall. That's what my nigga looking like. Looking like an oak pine tree. Just something just niggas want to climb, okay? And you got the nerve. 
<laughs> you gonna come up to my nigga. Y'all should see Jasmine right now. Because <laughs> I am just full of indignation. <laughs> the injustice. The injustice. <laughs> of you giving this secondhand drink. <laughs> secondhand drink. We are not going Ugh. to this bar anymore. No, I'm because apparently this done. is where the broke niggas come to. Lost society is where the broke niggas come <laughs> to rewear they fucking coogee sweaters that their cousin gave them after a long underpaid week on the hill as staffers to sip one drink over the course of four hours. No snacks. <laughs> In a pimping jersey. In a pimping. <laughs> the second nigga. The second best nigga on the team. <laughs> it's so the cool. Jordan one was too much. It's September 29th, it's, and you ain't got not nobody sleeves on. And you don't look NBC. like you got a curl or a weight lift about you, nigga. Now let's talk. Let's body shame you, you niggas. How about that? <laughs> You don't look strong. <laughs> you definitely this tight ass clearly. shirt, and you over here. The thing that blew me was like, of course, as soon as as soon as we came in, this was the one. Like, oh, what's up? Like, <laughs> don't first one. The perk first up. one. The per- oh, oh shit. Because like, Amber got on this denim jumpsuit with these ruffles and shit. Just, <laughs> just bam, just ass. Just greet you, you before know, she even turn around. Good. Shut up. <laughs> you know what? Go ahead because I'm the one. You with can the, see that thing at a sixty degree shut up. <laughs> angle now, <laughs> Jasmine. I told Jasmine how long I am around the waist, and she won't let it go. I got measured recently. It's the best to know about my friend because I told y'all her ass is in her stars it's literally in her birth chart I read it with my own mouth during, during our little black joy retreat <laughs> so our team breaker our icebreaker is going to be astrology and witchcraft <laughs> and this will move us forward how do we get along? What does the stars what say? What does the stars say about <laughs> us getting along? We did figure it out, though. It, did. <laughs> it helped me learn a lot about I, You gym. know, I get overwhelmed by the stars, but I am here for the energy. I'm here for this is possible. <laughs> That's how I take astrology. Long story short, very <laughs> short, this nigga was doing the most. He literally had a drink, and he goes. So how did the drink come up? Because I started ordering a drink. Because <laughs> my mouth is dry. So wait, you started ordering a drink. I'm literally looking at the bartender, and trying he, to get their attention. He walks up. He goes, it was so quick too, Jasmine. <laughs> it was like, he had a, he goes, so what you doing here? Plops, a, like takes a straw, real cute in his mind. Puts it in his drink. And I look at him and he's like, here. And I was like, what is that? (laughs) It's like a Long Island iced tea. I was like, oh my God. You want me to drink off of this? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Why wouldn't you? I would. It's safe because I'm drinking off of it too. I'm like, um, no. (laughs) Nigga, I don't know how long you've been. No. He was like, well, 
why do you need your own drink? And I was like, what? I'm just asking in general. <laughs> I'm not answering that question. I'm rooting for everybody black. I'm also rooting for you when you know you on a budget. You know, stay in that corner by yourself. Stay Why are in you the corner. like, okay, I'm not even telling you don't go out. Go out. <laughs> Have you a fun time? But you have a fun time in your own space. <laughs> in your own You just time. look on. You got the budget of enjoying yourself and nobody else. And nobody else. Because you can't take a nigga like that home. Because then you get home and they ask you shit like, so why do you deserve your pussy eight? <laughs> and then I'll have to kill you. Anyway, let's get into these motherfucking headlines. You ready? No. No. Please. Please. White people have no self-control. God damn. God damn. They really showed out this week. Wow. Y'all really heard that the Black Joy Mixtape went out. And y'all been showing out all summer. The beginning of fall. Y'all even got elections coming up and y'all acting up. They do. Jasmine and I did our first PSA. Yes. And... Please look up your registration date because not everyone's has passed. States mm-hmm. have different laws. In D.C., you can go uh, register the same day. Hey, y'all, in Mississippi and them, there are places in this country where you can register and vote on the same day. Wow. A concept. Yes. A democracy. A democracy. So we teamed up with Ohio Student Association, yes, Chicago we Votes, We the People Michigan, and the Alliance for Youth and the project that I work with called the Midwest Culture Lab. Mm-hmm. That will be the only time I reference working with them because I, these views on this mixtape are mine and mine alone. All right. <laughs> okay. So let's set I that there. I think that's a given. Okay, good. Um, so we teamed up with these folks. Y'all know, I'm, y'all know I'm from Ohio. I rep Ohio. That's my, that's where my niecey poo still is. So I care very much about mm-hmm. taking um, some time to make sure that we're good in this election. But I wanted to tell you all about an issue that's coming up on the ballot there called Issue 1. Yes, so it's important when we say vote, usually we aren't just talking about these riffraff of candidates that are usually (laughs) on there. We are also talking about a lot of issues Mm -hmm. that will directly impact your life. So even if you are not excited by a candidate, do not fret. There is something on that ballot that will impact you Absolutely. directly. Yes. And your people. Yes. So issue one is known as the Neighborhood Drug Treatment and Rehabilitation Initiative. And it's really a major step in the right direction, showing that as we're having these conversations about decriminalizing drugs and people who suffer from addiction, that we're actually doing the work of connecting them to resources, as well as going into these prisons where our people are locked up and being detained and freeing them so that they can have access to those resources. So this initiative will make will make nonviolent drug offenses no more than misdemeanors. That means that if you get picked up for doing your doing drugs or having drugs on you, that it will be seen as a misdemeanor as opposed to a felony, which can really just just fucks up people's lives and doesn't always set us up for second chances. Especially when we're talking about probation. Right. Which we've covered extensively on the mixtape. Yes. So this will also reduce prison sentences for people currently in prison, as well as prevent courts from sending people who are on probation 
back to jail for drug violations. And most importantly, the thing that I love about issue one is you can imagine that as we're freeing people from prisons and as we are decreasing the amount of people who are going to prison, prison is expensive. As hell. It's super costly on everybody communities families we talk about taxpayers it just costs everybody a lot of lot of money money and no one gains not a single thing nothing Nothing. except for these corporations except for these corporations trying to sell us products okay and we know we don't fuck with them so issue one will require the state to invest that money that is going to be saved from less people in prison which is going to equal upwards of $130 million a year. And that money will be reinvested back into drug treatment and rehabilitation programs in Ohio. Oh, snap. So we can divest from prisons and invest more money into our communities? Yes. A concept. And Ohio has one of the largest um, prison populations Mm -hmm. in the country. Yeah, that too looks like reparations. Exactly. We need to make sure that we're not leaving our people behind, even if we are enjoying having access to um, marijuana that that is legal, that we can't allow people to still sit away and rot in prisons. And this initiative allows us to expand the conversation of the opioid crisis and talk about the many drugs that that just exist in in more than just these communities that are traditionally white Mm -hmm. middle class cis etc and so when we have these kind of initiatives now granted it is not perfect and we have to normalize this idea that we don't need to criminalize anyone right. from addiction, right. not just certain people. It is all our people who deserve resources and support when these types of things rise up in our lives. And as, as we normalize that black people deserve self-care, that we normalize that black people deserve uh, access to resources so that they can participate in self-care processes. Because what we know for sure that self-care cannot continue to be an individual issue. It can't. It has to be supported by systems of support right Mm -hmm. and so we are normalizing all those ideas while also normalizing the fact that these are people and not what this society will identify as criminals and just because someone is a criminal it does not mean that they don't deserve support and so we're moving more into a human rights framework with initiatives like this Mm -hmm. and we'll talk more about that later on in the show but I really do encourage anyone who's feeling apathetic about this election Look into those issues. Ballot mm-hmm. issues get me out to vote all the time. Yeah, definitely. That's definitely a, a main motivator for me. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what political action you engage in, it is now important more than ever to be politically engaged, no matter what level that is. Mm-hmm. This time we are talking about voting. But it is why the Black Joy mixtape exists, because we deserve news and politics that we can access. Increasingly, they are making this hard to follow Mm. while the while the the status of our lives unravels, while poor people are becoming poor. As they discuss, you know, they they the farm bill is coming up once again. And once again, they are talking about making extreme cuts to food stamps programs. 
And so more than ever, it is time for us to not allow what we know to be true about this system currently, but we got to start standing in where we refuse for our children and their children and their children to put up with. Right. And anyone can do it. Like Jasmine is saying at any level, like we're seeing Cardi B talking about this. We talk about it on the Black Joy mixtape. If you're someone who's on Instagram, like we love Makeup Trap Sushi. Shout out to her. She yeah. talks about politics. We all got a place in this. Yeah, because it's in everything that we do. With all that said, um, Ohio hometown, please look into issue one. Folks in Chicago and Michigan, um, look up um, organizations like We the People Michigan and Chicago Votes. They're doing some amazing stuff, having give a shit happy hours, which, again, this shit can be fun. Make politics sexy, goddamn. Mm-hmm. Shit, we do. I look, We look good. I, I definitely do right now. Absolutely. Um, and for Ohio to get involved, um, go to NoBullshitOhio.com because we know there's a lot of bullshit out there about issue one. We know there's a lot of bullshit out there about what young people care about or don't care about. And we're here to break all that shit down. Yeah. So go to NoBullshitOhio.com and sign up and get involved. You can also follow the Ohio Student Association, regardless of if you're a student or not, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And it's just at Ohio Students so that you can see some of the stuff that's going on there. Um. All right. So the good folks who have been suffering through the Kevin Hale nomination, um, Brett Kavanaugh. Mm. Um, <laughs> I've been calling him uh, Brett Kevin Hale Nah. Um, <laughs> there is a whole gnaw in his name. There is a whole gnaw. Like, trust the universe when trust it tells you. The gnaw is in it. Just a gnaw. Vote no, bitch. <laughs> it's a gnaw vote. It's a gnaw. <laughs> it's a gnaw. It's a gnaw. <laughs> Aren't y'all tired of looking at white men? Don't y'all. Are you, what's going Child, on? Okay, so as y'all know, despite uh, this. Uh, testimony from dr ford uh who has accused uh kevin hanna of uh sexual assault um his nomination is still moving to the senate but as of friday uh, republicans in the white house agreed to a one-week delay to the vote so that the fbi can investigate sexual assault allegations facing uh, the Supreme Court nominee. The FBI is looking at the accusation of another woman, Deborah Ramirez, who has alleged Kevin Hellnaw exposed himself to her at a dormitory party while the two were undergraduate students at Yale. The FBI has reached out to Ramirez, her attorney said, confirming a report in the Washington Post. Now, y'all, this is the same FBI that keeps losing its directors every time they get close to confirm that Trump and them colluded with Russia. And that is largely the issue when the so-called checks and balances are calibrated to maintain power rather than situated to keep power with the people as an actual democracy should. To put it plainly, these folks can't be trusted to investigate anything, let alone anything having to do with sexual assault and rape. So to say more, now the House let Kavanaugh um, make it to the Senate. Just give y'all a breakdown of what's going on over there. A 2015 analysis of complaints to the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission shows 75% of women who report harassment experience retaliation. In 2015, Representative Blake Farenthold 
Republican of Texas, settled a sexual harassment case with his former communications director, Lauren Green, after a series of inappropriate comments. Farenthold still holds office. There's also the Office of Compliance, where all staffers can report harassment and undergo confidential counseling or, or file a federal suit. And in the House and Senate, ethics committees investigate members' offices in violation of House and Senate rules of conduct. There is a fourth entity, the Office of Congressional Ethics, where members and staff can file complaints for them to be referred to the ethics committees. Not every claim is considered by the Congressional Ethics Committees, and complaints that there are can often lead to investigations and reviews that can take years. Ethics committees are made up of who, Amber? The people who have bad ethics. Yeah, the 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 Congress people themselves, huh? Yes. <laughs> or disagreed upon ethics at that. Like that's the whole situation with government. It's like Republicans, Democrats, we disagree on what we agree on is Girl. the right thing to do. So these the same people who think it's ethical to remove millions of of people from the chips and SNAP programs. That's the child health insurance program mm -hmm. and um, the SNAP program which is the supplemental nutritional assistance program so whose ethics are they upholding especially in a country that doesn't have any sanctions for human rights there's a reason folks keep having you talk about your civil rights your civil rights simply means that you have the protection of the U.S. Constitution you know you're protected with free oh, speech shit. due process equal protection all the shit that you know everybody including yourselves know you ain't included because the motherfuckers that wrote this document were actively destroying enslaving displacing stealing the lives and culture of indigenous and african people the same the, <laughs> the ancestors of the so, all white male committee that is also <laughs> trying to move this white racist forward shocking you know what? That means constitutionally, Niggas legally, you can keep people <laughs> starving. That means governments can legally keep their constituents from having access to clean water. That means that your health care providers can legally inject you and your community with syphilis and no one go to prison for it. Still! And in modernity, there are records of Brett Kavanaugh's White House role in the Patriot Act, mm -hmm. where warrantless wiretapping and other programs of mass surveillance remain secret, mm -hmm. along with these sexual assault and harassment allegations that Kavanaugh, the person seeking the top office for allegedly upholding the Constitution, has shown little regard for the constitutional privacy rights of Americans. In Clayman versus Obama, he backed the warrantless collection of the telephone records of all Americans under the, quote, special needs doctrine, a view endorsed by no other judge in the federal judiciary. Y'all, they keep telling y'all that Nazis are around. While they are about to do an investigation with this Ramirez person who has sexual assault allegations, those records will remain private from the public. The only people that will have access to it is the Senate. 
while this person has a record of compromising your privacy, mm. definitely wants to make sure he can keep his. And that's the kind of ethics that these have and continue to uphold themselves to. And that isn't enough is why we need human rights. Hence, civil rights has always been a joke. Human rights means you are guaranteed a good standard of living no matter what. And to truly experience human rights to their full potential, we don't need these prisons, these borders, because status is what's harming all of us. Our status as black women, our status as black men, our status as queer people, trans people, poor people, etc. Like these kind of folks like Kevin are a threat to us all and why we have to pay attention to sexual harassment and assault claims right because it's all tied because if these people are willing to compromise the bodily autonomy of people in their personal lives what are they willing to legislate what kind of normalities are they willing to to what type of ideas are they trying to normalize in our homes Mm. All right. So, Amber, what is the role of people and institutions in allowing folks like Kevin Helena to continue to seek and gain power? Yeah. Yeah. So I think one of the, when I was watching the, the hearings, a thing that white people tend to use is their access to white institutions to try and tell us why they are good people. Mm. Right. We heard him talk about I went to Yale as mm. if he worked so hard as a fucking 18 year old <laughs> with access to get into the bitch my friends went to yell too (laughs) that don't mean nothing that don't mean nothing Mm -hmm. we all here sharing the same drink (laughs) anyway it's so interesting to hear folks like that use their access to institutions of like Yale to say why they deserve to be treated a certain way or why they deserve a certain job kind of like when they start on a television show for a couple decades there is in syndication. Yeah. So <laughs> Bill Cosby. Anyway. <laughs> so <clears throat> so the fact of the matter is is that institutions like Yale, because they are so caught up in their illustriousness and being the Ivy League and producing <laughs> such people, is that those institutions also have this same fucking problem. Oh snap. What kind of problem is that, Amber? So Yale is known to have a huge problem with sexual assault on their campus Mm -hmm. and are still struggling to address the problem in a way that satisfies survivors of sexual assault. If you remember a couple of years ago. Yeah, how we know, Amber? How do we know this? (laughs) If you remember a couple of years ago when we first started talking about sexual assault on college campuses. In the mainstream. In the mainstream. Thank you for that. The first big actions we were seeing around sexual assault sexual assault on college campuses also came from Yale. Mm. There was, I want to acknowledge the work of a student, Emma Suckowitz, who started carrying around the mattress she was raped on while attending the university. She carried that thing to every class, every student event. Every time you saw her, you saw her mattress. Yeah. It was a public art display because she was still, political art. Yeah. She was still carrying the mattress as a form of protest because the student who raped her was also still attending the school. The student Emma accused was found not responsible in 2013 by a university inquiry into the allegations. 
another group of people who are also attached to the same system that they are seeking to protect are also responsible for investigating students who are saying that this institution is flawed and is protecting rapists and people who are committing sexual assault. The rapist called Emma's accusation untrue and unfounded and the mattress um, performance of her carrying around this mattress every day as an act of bullying. This is some of the same rhetoric we are hearing about Dr. Ford. He said that she was bullying him. Yes. By carrying the mattress. He know what he did to her own. Right. Mm. So when we talk about, yeah. And she also carried that mattress on her graduation day. And this is awful because we know that this is an experience of so many college students. And when we're talking about Yale, we are also talking about an institution who produces some of the top white male rapists in this country who can make their way all the way to the Supreme Court. Yep. Yale Institutions like Yale and their inability to address rape and sexual assault on their campus over the course of time, dating back to when Kavanaugh was there, they have perfected the manifestation of white male privilege and the systems that need to be in place to protect them on their trajectory to harm even more people. That is what it means when I when Kavanaugh says, I got into Yale. Mm-hmm. I got into an institution that is so invested in me being a shitty person that they are willing to set up systems to protect me and my shitty ass frat brothers. And the heritage that myself. It's a heritage. And the forefathers have engaged in just continuing to protect itself. It's itself as a reference for why we should believe that people like this right. aren't capable of accusing the people they harm of bullying, of wanting entitlements is what they call when they are in government, when they are in office. Right. This is why this issue exists in Silicon Valley. This is why this issue exists in the U.S. government is because these assholes are being taught how to stay safe when they hurt and harm people who also got into fucking Yale. And this is where... The black hoteps find themselves in alignment with when they find themselves using all types of gaslighting and all these tactics to kind of explain, try to explain why folks like Bill Cosby have a conspiracy against them. So that moves us into the cool color colorblind collective. We don't want them. Broke, broke, five broke. We don't want them. So the you Cool Color Colorblind Collective this week goes once again to Black Hotel Twitter. Last time it was Black Hotel YouTube or whatever yes, it was. Which they can stay still there. It doesn't <laughs> matter. They're still sitting right but welcoming these niggas in. Because they have, since the sentencing of their beloved High Hotel Supreme, Bill Cosby, they just been running amok about how... We just want to see black men fall yes. or whatever. All right. Black, respectable ass hotep niggas who literally just when you start to attack that kind of ideology, it's just base. It all points to white supremacy. Black folks, I'm sorry you had to suffer through a week like this. Yes. Wow. 
This was a doozy of a week. So to give you a little chuckle, what was the top articles on Google for Bill Cosby? So when I was researching this, the top <laughs> things that came up were Bill Cosby hit with hot dog bun <laughs> on rough first day in jail. And then the other one was one of Bill Cosby's first meals in prison <laughs> includes pudding. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the criminal justice system. Look, we are sending out the doodle poll for restorative justice on Monday, okay? It's not due until... <laughs> The end of 2019, you know, but we destroy abolition now and forever, and and we'll get to it. And <laughs> this individual told black men to pull up their pants, their pants, or end up in jail eating pudding pops, <laughs> bitch. And he is a whole rapist, <laughs> a whole rapist the whole entire time he was out eating. Here. The food that you were the spokesperson <laughs> of. You. Can you imagine serving Bill Cosby pudding in jail? <laughs> and then being the same nigga that hit his ass with a hot dog bun. Man, do you, I really, you know, in solitary confinement. But this you got to like, look, y'all. <laughs> you know it's bad when a real one is is willing to sacrifice a meal. <laughs> and time in the hole to throw their hot dog bun. Yep. And yep. Bill Cosby. Yep. <laughs> Keep that energy yep. about you. Listen. For black. For all of us. For all of us. Like, so Bill Cosby reported to his first day in prison on September 26, 2018. And he will be spending at least the next three years in maximum security state prison in Pennsylvania. What's up, Midwest? He is currently in isolation, and there's no word on when he will be joining the general population. And I think that's so interesting, too, as we must talk about abolition, is that there's really no such thing as protecting someone's protecting someone's safety in prison. Because it's either you're in general population or you're in isolation. Mm -hmm. You're being treated like a fucking animal. Yeah. And I think this is important to say, like, yes, prison is inhumane as fuck. It really Nobody is. Nobody deserves to spend any time there. All of y'all waited. You know, y'all accused us of wanting to, to put him in prison before he was given due process or whatever. Right. Due process has happened. And y'all see why y'all still in up in arms and it's because you know the legal system is rigged like everybody knows that like we just we just set out an entire system that made kevin not hell kevin hell not possible right as a rapist from the time and he was in undergrad my thing is if anything it shouldn't take the legal system for you to have strong feelings about a person who is harming folks in your community. Black women have come forward saying that Bill Cosby has done different things to them as well. Mm -hmm. That didn't deserve like, our time? At this point, we deserve to have a personal duty. We should have, at minimum, for ourselves, just particular standards of what we, we would not tolerate. We wouldn't have to pursue the legal system if you all would divest 
from engaging with it when you want to, when it's convenient, when someone is saying that they have been harmed by someone. Mute R. Kelly now. Like, that's why people have to go, go, because this wasn't the first step. These, these, these whisperings started happening in 2005. Mm-hmm. But y'all kept going, uh, watching the syndicated shows. Y'all keep giving him a paycheck. Y'all keep going to these comedy shows. Y'all keep going to these ceremonies and all this other stuff. You wouldn't stop until somebody threw a hot dog bun at his ass in maximum security. That's why we're here. That's because how it happens. <laughs> there is, like, we need to have a duty. This legal system is not convenient for us at any point. Even for this one, yeah, right? We just got to make some commitments to ourselves. Mm-hmm. What are we willing to like move away from mm-hmm. just so that we can be in support and have entertainment and entertainers who are not investing in the exploitation of our community in order for them to succeed? Mm-hmm. Okay? I think about how even the power of black family structures in this type of thing as well. Mm-hmm. That before we call if we're uh, when we talk about abolition, you're also having a conversation about community policing. Mm-hmm. So if we have even in our families, even in our churches, issues of sexual assault and rape, instead of ignoring these conversations, instead of not taking them on and figuring out ways to move them forward so that survivors are satisfied and survivors feel supported can be whole and can be whole and that we don't have a serial rapist in our midst what are we willing to do what conversations are we willing to have in order to free ourselves from these people because it's clear what like i uh what you're saying to me jasmine is it's clear that like when we turn our bodies over to this criminal justice system, like even this really isn't even justice according to this standard. It's fun. We're talking about three years. <laughs> He's done years of violence towards people. Man. There's countless victims at this point. And this is what people have to find satisfaction in. And this is what I got to find joy in? Mm. I don't. I don't. What I would have preferred is that when we first had whisperings of sexual assault, that we actually fucking address them before R. Kelly has a goddamn convent of black women, young black women. And aren't these Grown-ish all these all. women who have been victims of folks like this are also talented. Yeah. Also have something con- to contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. And these people are cutting our lives short. Yeah. Destroying us in plain sight. And Mm -hmm. all y'all got to do, all y'all got on it is, I really love watching that show at 4 o'clock. Or all you got on it is, that pastor ain't did that to you. Your uncle ain't did that to you. You literally are willing to harm the black women and girls in your own families. So, of course, this is what you have when we are talking publicly about Bill Cosby. Is this the, is this what you want your life to be made of is are these the ethics that you want to align yourself with ancestrally our people have never been in alignment with colonization and the practices of colonialists that's why y'all went so hard for black panther because they have given visuals to a possibility of not aligning with the values and ethics of colonizers Mm. You can actually get to see 
black women be in their power and no one try to shrink them from it. You can actually do that right here, right now. We've seen it. You are Wakanda, motherfucker. That shit was filmed in Atlanta. Man. <laughs> Written by a nigga from Oakland. Oakland. <laughs> Tis possible. We can come up with a, a, you know, and not be, and not be the nation of Islam. Like, it's time for us to just really think about what are the principles that we want to embody that does not need this outside force like our legal system that I have just defined how we are constitutionally not even included in. Right. Okay. So with these new standards and possibilities and and alignment, and, you know, I'm pretty sure the hotels will be happy when, before I start this, I have no interest in going to the police. All right. I have I am outlined in a lot of detail what has happened to me at the hands of my rapist, Robert Reese. There is no alleged. There's documented proof that he acknowledges what he did. There's also documented proof that he is a sexual harasser. Check out the statement on Scalawag. You can Google Robert Reese and Scalawag and you can Google Robert Reese and Jasmine Walker. And I'm pretty sure all the articles that have come, all the articles that were published earlier this year, me letting y'all know that Robert Reese is a rapist is published. Okay. So I have spent the majority of 2018 since coming forward on the black joy mixtape about my rape, going through a very rigorous healing journey. I am so grateful uh, to my comrades in there. I want to thank Amber for being so patient and loving with me. Um, I am just thankful for where I am and where I sit talking about this now. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I know I know in a lot of cases we don't get the resources we deserve to make sure that we are emotionally, spiritually, physically okay. After experiencing a trauma that big in our lives. So, I want to remind all the students at the University of Texas, Austin. I know y'all have been in school for a while. Welcome back. Um, Welcome to this new journey that you are endeavoring. And I want the students, faculty, people in the surrounding areas of the University of Texas at Austin to know that if you happen to have to take any sociology classes, there's a rapist by the name of Robert L. Reese there. You can find him there acting like a professor, but he's Mm. actually a rapist. He has harmed and gaslit me, which is a form of emotional abuse that I will divine shortly and quite a few black women that I know. He is also known for sexually harassing his colleagues. He is a threat and terror to your campus. So I want you to do me a favor and tell that administration at the University of Texas, Austin, that you don't want a person like that with allegations like these and proven published facts like this on your campus. Gaslighting is an extremely 
Effective form of an emotional abuse that causes a victim to question their own feelings, instincts, and sanity, which gives the abusive partner a lot of power. And we know that abuse is about power and control. Once an abusive partner has broken down the victim's ability to trust their own perceptions, the victim is more likely to stay in the abusive relationship. Over the course of these last six months or so I really got to look in the face the fact that the reason why it was so hard for me to acknowledge that this happened between this man that I had known for 10 years of my life was because he had me in a habit of distrust with myself and those around me he made the truth seem very complicated to tell because it kept moving around with his ass he is not a good person he manipulates people. He's still manipulating people. But we can we can talk about myself. He has done that to me. He has acknowledged that he has done that to me. And that should be enough for him not to continue to get power within this institution or anywhere until he does whatever work necessary to acknowledge what he has truly done and the gravity of that. He he y'all do me that favor contact the University of Texas at Austin and let them know that you do not want a person like Robert L. Reese, PhD, as a professor there or anywhere else. Thank you for always sharing your story with us, Jasmine, and educating us and bringing us along and telling us what we need to do in order to be better to survivors and it's it's such a yeah this week is real yeah and every day is real and, and you I, deserve to be here yep and beyond the consequences of what people feel about me or what i'm saying or what i'm doing this is my act of self-love mm-hmm. because i've lived in a in a state of actively working through a lot of internalized self-hate that was generated by the person that I trusted and I loved the most. And that type of betrayal that has existed there means that I am a commitment to my self-love and my healing. And a part of that is for there to be some type of accountability, some type of acknowledgement on this person's record, no matter where he goes, that this is what happened. Mm-hmm. And I want him to also stop doing what he's doing. Right. Because otherwise, it's just a string of skeletons behind him as he continues to to go on his tenure track or whatever uh aspirations that this person has we don't have to wait till the person becomes a a supreme court justice we can get him when he's an assistant professor yep so that he doesn't have to be an 80 year old man dealing with this shit in prison so because nobody intervened. This is a, a love for myself. This is a love for my community. There's a love for, for the sisters that have told me their stories dealing with this man. And so I'm very, I'm being very loving. I'm being very generous. 
Y'all find that love and generosity within yourselves. For yourselves, with the people that you are in community with. You don't have to keep acting like that that person in your family ain't a rapist, ain't a child molester. You ain't got to do that. You don't owe nobody that. That's too much. That's too much for you to hold. Even if you ain't directly impacted, you can show solidarity with your kin, with your loved ones. And so this is an invitation and inspiration for that as well. That's why I'm here still talking about it. And that is why we are giving black women the gods to Jasmine and to myself. Yay! Black women the gods. Black women the gods. Oh, shit. You know, it's been a, it's been a, we have been doing a lot this summer. We're now moving into the fall. We told you a little bit about, (laughs) shout out to Culture Genius, all the Culture Genius fans. Man. I think we're going to drop. Have y'all listened to Culture Genius shit? It's so good. Man, if you haven't already used the code genius. Yes. On Stitcher Premium to get a free month. Now there are a bunch of episodes out, so you can get these. There that's are out, three episodes, and the ones coming out. So you, the Black George Jubilee, the, them popped out in the comment section talking about y'all can't afford five dollars a month. Yes, and that can. might be true for some of y'all. Solidarity and love to y'all, good folks, and y'all got access to podcasters. So things can't be that rough. No. Podcasting is exclusive crew of very black people. Very bougie form of <laughs> entertainment. And I thank y'all for being here with us. This ain't Tom Joyner in the morning show. You have to like get an app to listen you to a bit. Get it's not just on the airways. One day, you know. One day. But we'll, it's a good-ass show. We'll drop. We'll actually drop a full episode on the feed this mm-hmm. week for oh, y'all to listen yes. to. So, we'll, so excited. Just a little love and thank y'all. And I love it. We're hilarious. We mm-hmm. get to talk about culture and with tons of fun black folks. We are whole-ass game show hosts. Yeah. Which is so fun to listen to. Yeah, like absolutely. Where we just get to chill every now and again. Tell people when they're right and wrong and they like it. Yep. And there's a <laughs> ding ding and there's special effects that there happen. Are, there are. Y'all just listen to Culture Genius. It's such a fun time. It is a fun time. It's such a great project. We and were, yeah. Amber just deserves uh Black Women of Gods because she just sitting here. <laughs> what just looking so beautiful you look so beautiful Jason. and i'm just thankful for her existence for her <laughs> humanity for the the type of dignity you're gonna make me cry i don't want to do this <laughs> that she just embodies and she invites folks like me into I'm so bad I, man <laughs> i love her so much like just such a godly ass person and Oh, man, I'm doing this. Too. <laughs> I love you, Jocelyn. But, man, when I tell you this person has been an amazing friend this year, I can't. Oh, I just really love my friend, y'all. I can't tell y'all enough how much I love my friend and just how how loving and how good she is uh, to herself so that she can be amazing and good to, like, all of us that call her friend. And I'm just so, I'm so proud of her for just uh, demanding all her dignity and demanding uh, us to to step more into our joy, into uh, our satisfaction. And it it took me a little while to catch up to, but I get it. And I get her (laughs) and I just really love her and I'm just really excited 
uh, for not only what she does, like the labor uh, that she puts forth, but just the 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 type of kindness and goodness she just put puts just into the way she lives is is why her niece is just such a joy to to witness and it's why her her twin is so amazing her mama you know just some cool ass black ass women her little sister the whole damn phillips clan uh is just uh beautiful uh people who just out here trying to figure out how to be happy and all they shit so that's why i'm so thankful and grateful to give amber j phillips Black women to gods. <laughs> and I'm giving Jasmine the KLS Walker Black Women the Gods because I feel like you to for me and for everyone around you, you're such um you're so determined to get what is yours. The healing that is yours, the life that is yours, on your time, on your clock, exactly how you want it. There's a question you've been asking all of us is, are you satisfied? Does this satisfy you? How did this serve you and at what cost? You know, because Jasmine's on this healing journey. <laughs> and it's just one of those, I feel like you're always, even when you now have the, you now have the bite where you get really hard on people now too. Because <laughs> <laughs> I want you happy. <laughs> you're like, but no. And I was like, well, Jasmine. <laughs> People make their own decisions. <laughs> but now you in niggas' ass now, too. <laughs> so I just love seeing how you go from, like, the sage to, like, now get your shit. Because <laughs> I don't feel bad. I'll be like, I'll go off if I feel like you be living beneath your, your aim, goddamn. Man. But now Jasmine got that That's shit, That's what I be sitting here crying about because Amber had to. I ain't never had to yell at a bitch like this. <laughs> I'm rooting for you. We're all rooting for you. Amber <laughs> hit my ass up like that one day when I was living on her couch, bruh. I'm going to tell y'all that story one day. Oh, God. And I felt attacked, bitch. <laughs> but also, I was like, okay, let me... <laughs> Figure out how I'm gonna make this shake. Of course, cause... my mom was like, "Sometimes you are a little mean." <laughs> like I'm not trying to be mean. I just see you got a mother, Lord. people. I think you that's do. also it's what this all in friendship love has taught me, yes. uh, especially the radical concept of, of mother and nurturing, mm -hmm. and how it's all of our roles. Yeah, uh, was it uh, Doctor Alexis Pauline Grum? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and like yeah, and I think you know when you are in very dynamic relationships with black femme people black women mm -hmm. in this case like there's just a balance of w what it means to be in friendship sometimes yeah. you you are just the friend sister cooling it confidant mm -hmm. and sometimes you need somebody to be like you're not living up to your potential <laughs> and i need you to you know get more in your dignity yeah. ma'am show out on these hoes <laughs> and i just appreciate it because like i feel like i'm not as good about talking about my emotions fire sign um but you really like set the framework and set the grounds that it's okay it's okay to not it's okay to be sad it's okay to acknowledge hurt it's okay to acknowledge harm yeah. and there has been so many times where yeah where I just know that 
you're just you're you're in your shit jasmine like <laughs> this is your shit i can't wait till i turn 30 so i can start saying some of the shit that you say to people's <laughs> face out loud <laughs> And able to let go of things that don't serve me because I will hold on to a tra- uh, to a traumatic situation and be like, I can fix this. <laughs> um, but I'm just grateful for you. I'm grateful that you keep telling this story on your own terms in a way that feels good for you. And you are a God. Aww. You're the God. Thank you, Amber. You've done so much. What a good year. What a great year. Black Joy Mixtape turns two this month. It does. It's October, right? It's October. Also, I want to say, for those of y'all who are in the DMV area, Jasmine is going to be parading down in Miami this weekend. Oh, yeah. So we'll see some of that imagery and those visuals. She's going to her first carnival. Yes, in Miami. And for those of you all who are in D.C., I will be here with, y'all know I love Lock Love. Um, For those of you following the Instagram, I'll be. The Trillist Natural Hair Salon in D.C. Period. Please. Don't let nobody tell you nothing different. You know, I'm not totally convinced that the D.C. area can do natural hair. <laughs> yeah. But they can. That's they do blowouts. Y'all they can do, do a do blowout. A blowout. Yeah. But if you want them tresses treated and it's kinky curliness, I don't know. Lock Love, though, might be able to help you out. Lock Love will lay you out. Lock Love, especially if you have the locks. They love them. But this week. Loose hair, Bonnie, what's up? Yes, that's Bonnie. how I get to go up in there. Yes, I love it. Even the even the mirror that they let you look into to check your hair is black as fuck. Yeah, the handle is onk. like an onk. <laughs> With flowers, with and flowers and gold shit, and they and always got merch. the latest R and B hits playing throughout the <laughs> <laughs> throughout the uh, salon. I really love Beyond the Red Door. That's literally one of my favorite places. And then somebody just massages your scalp, just so tender that I've almost embarrassed <laughs> myself a couple of times with that. Were you trying not to be audible? Like, oh, God, oh, thank you. You've just in my scalp like thank that. You. Oh, my God. Do you want to come home Do to you? me? Oh, wait, what? What? <sighs> no, I didn't say nothing. You want to? <laughs> <laughs> Hell no. Hell no. <laughs> you want to come home with me and become my man? Do you want to live here? <laughs> what do I need to do to get you to live here? <laughs> with me. With me when forever. I, I can't even tell y'all massage. who who rubs my scalp like this because I just anybody I, that rubs your really, scalp in there. Yeah, all of everybody is blessed. Is, is blessed as fuck. All them blessed hands in Lock Love. So much so, like Lock Love going to the West Coast, ain't it? Yes, Lock Darling, who introduced me to Lock Love, Hydea, she's out in California, LA doing um, trestles, you know. Ooh. But this weekend I'll be there. October 6th is when hair meets fashion. Um, at the Silver Spring Civic Center. Y'all can follow Lock Love on Instagram and you can come through and see the fashions, but you better be, you got to come stepping. And I'm so excited I get to host that with Anthony, who is an amazing comedian here in D.C. But I just wanted to plug that because I'm real excited to just do a black ass fashion show. It reminds me of growing up. The fall is when a lot of our harvests will come in, y'all. And I wish the same for you. If you're out here being a fuck person, stop. Yeah, please. Do better. Yeah. Pass this show along. Maybe somebody will be a better person because the Black Joy mixtape found a way into the studio. Thank you, Morgan. Optimus Mo, one of the greatest storytellers in the DMV and beyond. Hell yeah. Just killing it. Got content coming out. Got some new fables for you hoes. Ooh. Morgan really about to take it. <laughs> the 
Morgan Fables. The Morgan is about to come out out of the, out of the bando, so it's gonna be great. We yes. thank him. We love him. Give, Go for uh, it. If you want to give to our independent operation, you can give to PayPal at paypal.me backslash Black Joy. Yes. And as you are making your content, your screen grabs, you know, putting it on the internet, make sure you are following and tagging at Black Joy Mixtape on Twitter and Instagram. Yep. Where we live. And also hop over to Stitcher Premium and download Culture Genius. It's yeah. a good time. It's such a good show, y'all. Mm-hmm. You can find me at Jazz On Your Mind on Twitter and Instagram. I'm way more active on Instagram, though. In fact, it is a treat to follow me on Instagram. It is, as many have reported back. You can you can miss this blessing if you want to. I wouldn't. Why would you miss a blessing that you, <laughs> someone told you where to find it and pick it up at? Don't do that. Don't be that person. As well as a resilience practice. I'm really inviting you all to connect with your bodies in this time and some really divine and some really divine feminine dance ritual that you know we all need in these times connect with yourselves i'm just amber j phillips on instagram and twitter talking shit yeah it's lit i might move a little something yeah when jasmine's around it's such a blessing what she do but i'm mostly here to serve y'all twisted up here Uh cheekbones yes skin yes shoulders Uh in my humble opinion yes (laughs) and my friends Uh because i love them (laughs) it's just my own personal reality tv show exactly yeah exactly all right jasmine all right excellent excellent job good job this is amber j phillips the high priestess of black joy and this is jazz the king of the south and you just listened to the black joy mixtape